All right, welcome into another edition of Catching Up with Tommy Mack podcast right here on 1010XL's podcast platform on 1010XL.com, of course, on their Facebook page, being live on Facebook, and uh, we're also streaming on the relevant app on the Catching Up with Tommy Mack vibe. A great way to communicate, very easy and efficient, right from your phone. You don't need the studio, you don't need anything. You just need your phone and a, or a tablet and have a good signal in your you're off to the races, is what they say. So is football. Oh, my gosh. What a great weekend of football. I mean, high school. Went to a high school game Friday night down, down Episcopal. Look, Episcopal's not very good, but what a, what a cool stadium. Beautiful place. Uh, the field was impeccable. Um, it was great. Now, granted, the visiting stands aren't very big, but I think that's uh, on purpose. But, yeah, it was good. I uh, went to Ponte Vida where my daughter goes, and uh, they kicked the crap out of them. So it was a good one, but I uh, just love the environment. You know, love the environment of, of football being back. And then over the weekend, you see all these these stadiums just rocking with people. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of people don't like seeing that, but I love seeing it. Uh, America's back. College football's back. Let's go. Um, you know, that's uh, that that was exciting, especially after not having stand or fans in the stands last uh you know, last uh, last year with COVID, so I man, what it, just a great, uh, some great games, right? We saw some great games. Uh, Bama kicked the crap out of Miami. I thought Miami would give them a game. Florida State, Notre Dame, down to the wire. Uh, Florida State making a comeback. Great story on that Mackenzie Milton coming back from that nasty leg injury. But it's awesome, man. Awesome to have football back in the mix into the our our lives. And I'll think about it. Aside from Tuesday and Wednesday. We have football. I mean, every other day we're we're watching football. Could be Pop Warner to high school to college to pro, what have you. Game week in the NFL this week. I mean, two days from now, they're kicking off. It's going to be great. So exciting to get this year underway. Of course, we're going to see our hometown team travel to Houston, take on the Texans, who talk about just, you know, dysfunctional. Um, just been crazy. All centered around Deshaun Watson, first wanting to get out of Dodge after he signs a forty-year million-dollar-a-year deal, then wants out because he doesn't like the coach, Bill O'Brien. And uh, by the way, I know Bill O'Brien. Obi was a good friend of a friend, uh, old teammate of mine up at Boston College. Actually, actually spoke to to Penn State uh, when uh, Bill O'Brien was their head coach. Pretty cool sitting in Paterno's. And it, I mean, he was—it was his office. It was really Paterno's office. That's pretty cool. After playing there a couple times, uh, sitting in Joe Pa's office. But uh, yeah, so you know, look, Deshaun Watson not not playing. I—I um, I don't even think he's suiting up. I wonder if he even trots out on the sideline. That's—it's just such disarray. Like, what do you do with that guy? You know, during camp, like you know, I follow Seth Payne, my old teammate. He's got a good sports show out in Houston, and. You know, he, he would show, like, videos of him just kind of hanging around at camp. Like, you got to pay him, I guess, so make him make him be there. I don't know. I, I'd probably send him home. I mean, you got to pay him anyway, uh, I think, um, and I, I believe that's that's true. So let him go home. Don't be a distraction. You know, you're not going to really help us out. Your mind, His mind's got to be elsewhere. It, I'm sure it is. You got a lot coming down on him. A lot to work through. So interesting. The NFL is not taking a stance yet, and the regular season is about to take off. Maybe today they will. Tuesday seemed to be a day that they 
that they uh, they handle those types of things. So, um, but that's in disarray, you know. And then David Culley comes in, the new coach. You know, the Nick Cesario from the Patriots. It's their way. They're changing things. I think it's I think it's settled down now. They're I'm sure they're ready to play football. They're professional athletes for crying out loud. Uh, and look, I know that um, they're a totally different team with Deshaun Watson, of course. Um, they're a totally different team with a healthy uh, uh, Watt, J.J. Watt, which he's no longer there, and either is Watson for the most part. Um, but they still have some players. They, their offensive line is okay. Tunsil is a great left tackle. Uh, their center's pretty tough. I can't I forget his name, but he's he's a really good player. Uh, Tyrod Taylor will be their starting QB. He doesn't scare you. He doesn't. Uh, but, you know, he, he could be a really good man. And I hate saying manager of the game because I know I know when quarterbacks here, they're the manager of the game. They're like, it's like you're taking away from my ability. I'm totally not. You're just not a gunslinger, basically. So I'm not worried about you, you know, throwing the ball 60 yards in the air, taking a chance because your, your wide receiver's got a half a step or a quarter of a step or whatever. Uh, you fitting it into some, you know, tight window 30 yards down the field, uh, you know, on the run. I'm not worried about Tyrod Taylor doing that to me, but uh, he can make the throws that he needs to make, and he's still very athletic. Uh, and if they get the run game going, now look, here's a nice test. Look, this offensive line is is phys- They're all physical, but they're going to be physical. Mark Ingram comes from Baltimore. He's a pounder. He's going to pound the rock. They're going to test the will of the Jaguars' front seven. Are they ready? Well, you know, look, let's take the last three preseason games. The run defense has been stellar. No doubt about it whatsoever. However, they haven't played anybody's, you know, starting backfield or line for that matter uh, for the most part. So good test for them, good test for Houston. I mean, they're probably looking at the other side going, well, you know, they look they look really good against the run. That Devon Hamilton, I've been saying it for years now or two years since he's been here. He's going to be a star. He's a star in the making. Big reason that run defense is doing very well. Of course, you got Miles Jack. He is a star. And should be looked at as such throughout the National Football League. Uh, but, you know, they've got some weapons. The tight ends I didn't recognize. Uh, they've got some holdovers and wide receivers. So, look, look, you better bring your game. You better bring your game. On defense, you know, you got Whitney Marcellus, who the kid from Illinois, who was great with Watt. We'll see what, if he's still got the goods. Zach Cunningham's a very good linebacker. Instinctive, fast, quick, number 41. I like him. Justin Reed. Uh, the safety, he's a hard-hitting safety. So they are, look, they've got a lot to prove. The Jags have a lot to prove. You know, Urban Meyer has a lot to prove. David Culley has a lot to prove. I know it's just game one, but you do. You got a lot to show, man. You got a lot to show your your fan base, what you're made of, what your team is made of, and, you know, what are they going to expect this year? I, I, I'm, I'm feeling optimistic, but not like in a way like, yeah, they're going to, you know, go to the playoffs or even vie for them. But you never know. You get on a run, things can happen. Uh, you stay healthy and get on a run, things can really happen, especially if you get that, you know, those back-to-back-to-back wins. And next thing you know, and you're you're rolling. You're feeling really good and confident. Um, I keep hearing young team. Would you quit saying young team? Gosh darn. It's like every year we're young. 
We're young. We're young. We're young. It's like, here's the trap door. It's the young one. Just pull it. You can jump in the chute, and it takes you somewhere else, and you can forget about what you're doing. You know? And I hate that. That's an excuse. It's a built-in excuse. They're not that young. The O-line isn't young. The D-line isn't young. The, 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 the uh, uh, part of the secondary is not young. The linebackers aren't young. You know, Trevor's young. Sure. Robinson's young, but proven to a certain degree. Hyde's not young. The tight end room isn't young, except the kid from Ohio State. You know, the wide receivers, uh, Chark, yeah, he's not young anymore. Third, fourth year, fourth year. Um, Marvin Jones Jr., he's not young. Chenault's young. Okay, I'll give Chenault the young, you know, label. But other than that, they're not young. The hell are they? How are they young? Just because the QB's young doesn't mean the whole team's young. And I hear that from guys on even on this station. I love them all, but quit with the excuse. Well, they're a young team. Every time I, I mean, that's that's freaking Groundhog Day. I mean, how many off seasons or seasons do? We, oh well, they're so young. I'll throw in C.J. Henderson and and uh, Campbell. He's young, so the corners are young. I'll give you that. Herndon's not young. You know, he's Chase on. Yeah, I'm not giving uh, what's his name. Uh, Allen, Josh, he's got a show, man. He, I hope he, I hope he has a monster game. I hope whoever's on that other side does. They just got it. They need this win. Now, granted, keep it in perspective, because you know, we had uh, last year. We we won the first game, feeling really good about it, and then, you know, crapped down our leg for the next fifteen games. It was terrible, but I'll take the win to get us off on the right spot, come back to Denver, this this city will be cranking with a W. If not, it'll still be somewhat cranking, but it'll be more like, eh, maybe here we go again, or, you know, we'll find some kind of moral victory and be like, oh, no, but only if, you know. Please say Miles Jack wasn't down one more time. <laughs> it's five, five years later. Uh, but nonetheless, um, I don't like the excuses. So don't give him any. I'm not giving Urban any. The winner, he doesn't get any passes from me. First year, depending on how it goes. Now, if they go 1-15, which I don't think they will, but if they did, that'd be a problem. But if they show some promise and they got a decent record, they, yeah, decent, it's not going to be decent. It's I don't think, again, unless they go on a run, which happens, we know the history. Uh, it can happen, and it does happen, not just here in Jacksonville, but but other places uh, as well. So I give uh, Trevor some passes. He'll he'll build no pun intended. He'll get, you know, we'll see. I'm I'm pretty confident in him. We'll we'll see now that the, it's real. I want to see our old line keep them healthy. Okay, don't get me wrong. I like what they did against Dallas. Dallas didn't have any of their starters in. So again, you got to curve that. Right now, there's no curving. There's no, well, this guy was out. No, no, you play with who you have. That's it. It's a regular season. They, they count. They're for real. You got 17 of these things. And, uh, you know, you got to take them one at a time. Cliche, I know, but it's true, especially for a team that's coming off of 115. They could do it. I mean, I'm not saying they can't, but they need a win here. And I think they could beat Denver, too. Teddy Bridgewater's a nice. Him and Tyrod, I, I take Teddy over Tyrod, but. They're not too far off from one another. Can our pass rush get to the quarterback? 
That's what I, you know, I, okay, I'm, I think they're going to do okay stopping the run, but we'll see. You got to stop Ingram. He's a pounder. He's no joke. He's going to bring it. Uh, but after that, can we, can we get any rush? Can we get to Tyrod Taylor? Can we put him down on the ground? Can we knock him around a little bit? You know, those are question marks. I don't, I don't, I know everyone's sinking victory here and I'm hoping for one, but I'm not sold yet. And who's really watched Houston? Except a few guys that are in the media that watch film and probably have checked out Houston. I have not. Because that's only practice. And preseason does have meaning, but now it's real. Now it does have total meaning. So I'm looking forward to this one. We're going to be back on Friday. Uh, We'll get into it. Um, break it down even further. But at the end of the day, guys and gals, let, let's see this fire. Let's see this passion. Let's see this speed. Let's see this Urban Meyer excellence. You know, uh, look, you may falter on a few execution. There may be a false start or two, <clears throat> maybe an offside, maybe a PI. There, there may be some things, some, stu- you know, some, some, uh, uh, speed bumps that you're going to have to break through and go over. But, other than that, man, I'm expecting to see a different team than last year. And by different, I mean the fire, the passion, the energy, the speed, the execution, the dominance, the performance. I mean, it's go time, man. We're, I, I know I speak for a lot of you fans. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the losing. Losing's embarrassing. It's a major embarrassment. I don't care about how hard you played and – all that, you know, look, when your team loses and you played well, silently you can feel good. You know, you keep that to yourself. Let other people say it for you, you know. But when you win, it's like, man, and then when you win, you don't play well. That's that's the total reverse. I've had that too. But you win in this town, you put Jacksonville on the map for reasons only for reasons of winning, it's going to be incredible. So you brought in the talent. You got the generational talent. I'm expecting big things out of out of Trevor Lawrence. Saw him at the Clemson game. Now all the executives are worried. That's what I'm hearing. Chris Mortensen, my friend, reported all these executives around the league are worried about players going to their former college games because they saw all oh, those people in the stands. What was the best one? I tell you, the uh, um, Wisconsin's one was was good. Jump up, jump up, and get down. That was that was good. That was man. I I wanted to jump in my living room. Um, who did Mister Brightside? Michigan? Yeah, nah, that's weak. I mean, what? What do you mean, Mister Brightside? It's kind of I don't know. I mean, where do you? You're not jumping. You're not. What are you? What are you doing? You know, uh, Tom Petty had uh, won't back down. That's pretty. That fits. You know, when I'm not backing down, I like that. You know, Mr. Brightside, isn't he? What is he picking up girls or something? Or maybe isn't? He's looking at the bright side. I don't know. I don't see the connection there. But and then you got Enter Sandman with Virginia Tech. That's bad to the bone, man. I like that. They played that at uh, Pontevedra's first home game. I was. That gets me fired up. But, yeah, it's just cool to see. And I'm looking forward to seeing full stands in in the NFL and right here in Jacksonville. And wouldn't it be great if we had a team to really cheer for? 
you know, to really, really get behind. I mean, you're going to get behind him. We're going to be behind him. But a winner is so much different than a loser. And uh, how you react to it, obviously. But let look, I'm not, I'm not ready to make my pick yet. We'll do that on Fridays. I'll go through the pick. We'll go through the other games. There's going to be some great, great games uh, as usual, per the usual. Or the use, as my children like to say, per the use. Um, but we'll talk about it. And Thursday night will be a great – I don't even know who the hell's playing Thursday night. That's terrible. As a host, to not know that, let's see. But I'm going to find out because I already got the ESPN app up. And where else do we go? What do we got? We got Green Bay. Um, this is terrible for for ratings. I know it is, but who cares? It's a podcast, and you're allowed. Come on, bitch. Let's go. All right. Throw Dallas and Tampa. Oh, yeah, baby. At Tampa, Super Bowl champs. Very cool. That's going to be nice. 820 kickoff. Sunday night, Bears and Rams. Ooh. And then Baltimore and Vegas Monday night. Very cool. Yeah, see, to me, that's – look, I love college ball. I love playing it. Hey, by the way, hats off to my Boston College Eagles, baby. 51 to nothing against Colgate. But, hey, we'll take the 51. Nice start. They got a few, you know, lower school opponents. I don't want to say easy because nothing's easy, but they should beat them next three or four games. And then it's on to conference play. I think they got uh, Clemson in week five. So that should be pretty, pretty cool. But. Glad football's back. Glad we're back. It's a great day to be alive. It's great to be alive. Hey, listen, I do want to, you know what, while I'm on it, because I thought this was very, very interesting, um, that Bill Belichick said, um, he clarified something, right? So he's been, you know, this whole, did did Cam Newton get cut because he had he was unvaccinated? Not true. He's totally saying that is not even uh, a part. He even said that's not part of the equation. No player is a part of that equation. Uh, He said this, though, and I quote Bill Belichick, and I'm going to end it with this. He said, as a team, we're better off if everybody is vaccinated. That being said, even if everybody was vaccinated, that doesn't solve all of our problems. As we've seen multiple players and head coaches and assistant coaches throughout the league test positive for COVID even after they've been vaccinated. So it's still incumbent upon us to be vigilant in our daily hygiene and decision-making for the health and safety of each of us individually and our team. We'll continue all league protocols as we always do, but that's not a factor the players release or not. So he, I like that he said that because, yeah, regardless of your status, still got to keep the hands clean, still got to keep the mouth clean. You know, I, I don't like close talk. You close talkers, you know who you are. This, you know what? This, this virus was created for you to get you to back the bump up. You talk. You like talking to people's faces. Nobody really likes that. You know, I wonder if the talkers, the face talkers, know that they're face talkers. I doubt there's any anymore. There shouldn't be, because that's when you know you can spit in my face on accident. Maybe not spit, but you know something pops out. Uh, so back. You know what? What's that? I love that tune by Ludacris. Back up, back up. You don't know me like that. Great tune. Um, 
I hit him with the left hook. I hit him with the jab. I hit him. <laughs> I just love that song. It's a great tune. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, personal hygiene, baby. You people in the gym, you're disgusting. Wipe everything down. It's nasty. Sneezing on your hands and then grabbing the barbell. How dare you? Wipe it down before and after. Hygiene, baby. Focus on the hygiene. We're going to focus on that in football and have a great day today. It is Tuesday after a long weekend. I'm fat. I'm tired. Ate and drank way too much. I worked out a little, but not enough. Uh, but off to the horse's mouth. We're going to be filming right at uh, up in San Marco at the studios, and we're going to have a good time doing it. Hope you guys have a great day. We'll see you on Friday. Thanks for checking out Catching Up with Tommy Mack right here on 1010XL's podcast platform and on the relevant app. Have a good one.